can't tell me this woman was killed by falling out of a tree. <laughs> what is it? Land shark. Cleverest species of them all. Oh, my God. shark, aren't you? Candy Graham. Candy Graham, my foot. You get out of here before I call the police. You're the shark and you know it. Wait, I, I'm only a dolphin, ma'am. A dolphin? Well, okay. Joggist, it is Joggist, where I will be watching Jaws each day. Podcast, got a podcast, but I'm not quite sure what I will say. The choice of this time I give you pause, cause it has nothing to do with Jaws. Joggist, it is Joggist, where every day I will watch Jaws and talk about Jaws. It helps if you like Jaws. On June 20th, 1975, Jaws premiered in theaters. Just a few months later, October 11th, 
1975, the Not Ready for Primetime Players premiered on NBC at 11.30 on Saturday Night Live. Less than a month later, only the fourth episode ever of a show that's been on for over 40 years. They did a skit called Jaws 2, the original Jaws 2 was on a Candace Bergen-hosted episode of SNL, and that's the first time you saw the appearance of Landshark. You're that Landshark, aren't you? Ma'am, I'm only a dolphin. It just... SNL has has basically become some sort of, um, like, an American icon. You know what I mean? It's it's iconic. For me, it's always been there. It was there before I was born. Uh, same with Jaws. And it's just funny that, you know, the, the show that uh, is known for poking at pop culture um, w- poked at the biggest thing in the world at that point in popular culture and movies, Jaws. And they did it with um, the only way you could do a skit um, on, on a on a brand new show that didn't have probably much of a budget. And that's to do a land shark that answers the door and, and eats people um, voiced by Chevy Chase. Um, they've done it. They did it a few times over the years. The land shark actually has uh, its own Wikipedia page. Um, and I don't remember who introduced me to Jaws. I seem to have a recollection of watching it at my uncle and aunt's house at one point. But I feel like it's always been on like certain movies I can remember seeing it like we rented at the video store or we watched um, Salem's Lot with a bunch of um, kids in the house I'm pretty sure Chris you were there right Um, with my dad in the middle of the day and it was scary as hell Um, but I don't remember who introduced me to Jaws but I mentioned my dad I do remember him uh, introducing me to Saturday Night Live, mainly the old shows. So I knew Saturday Night Live was a thing when I was a kid. I remember Eddie Murphy being on it, uh, but it was my dad who would show me. I think it was on Nick at Night. All the old they used to do like half hour versions, and that's where I would see all these old SNL shows, and that's where I saw Landshark for the first time. And I just wanted to bring it up because um, Jaws was such a huge pop culture thing that you saw the other day. They did a you know there was I played that. Mr. Jaws thing, and there were countless commercials that that I I, I watched some of them, and a lot of them don't have any. Um, they have a, a terribly you know rip off of, of the Jaws theme, and not a lot of dialogue, so it's kind of tough to play on audio. Uh, but I wanted to play part of this skit. They actually did um, Jaws three, uh, uh, just a couple episodes, just two episodes later, they did a Jaws three. Uh, Dan Aykroyd played Brody um, in that skit and in this skit, and uh, John Belushi played uh, Hooper. I I cut it off before I get to see if anyone played Quint, and I haven't watched the whole thing yet, so I should go back and do that. Um, but folks, 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 the reason I bring that up is because um, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I have am having a um, a Rough time putting today, putting together, putting together today's episodes. Uh, last few days this week were easy. Once again, thank you to my friend Eric 
for appearing on the show last night, my friend Chris, for appearing on the show um, Monday night. And, um, you know, then I had some other skits and stuff that I threw in there. And I have an idea for some stuff. I have stuff coming. So don't go anywhere. Stuff is coming. But today I got up really early. I mean, like, I watched Jaws. I started watching it before breakfast. And um, I finished it a little bit after breakfast. And uh, then I thought, oh, you know, I could even do the podcast now. I can put some stuff together and... Well, that didn't happen because I found a leak in my automobile and I had to bring that thing to the shop and sit around for a while waiting for it outside in a mask. But I kind of just walked around the parking lot getting my steps in. And um, yeah, so that was fun. Luckily, you know, it's uh, it's 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 not going to cost me uh, a nickel, uh, but it's just, you know, that that took a big chunk out of the day. And then I had some uh, work I wanted to do because I'm. I'm, I'm helping someone with a form on a web page because I don't just do web pages for for a podcasting for Jaws stuff. Basically, I'm making tons of excuses to tell you that this episode um, is lack is is lacking in a lot of content. That's why I'm I'm talking, and we're almost at ten minutes, and I've said nothing about the movie Jaws. Have you Have you realized that? I've talked more about Saturday Night Live than I have Jaws, but I do have some notes. I have some things that I'd like to talk about. So why don't we get into that? Today was day 21. Can you believe, like, I've crested the mountain, and I've come down part of the other side, and now I'm, I can actually see, I can see the, um, the, 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 the floor, the, the foot, the, the foot of the mountain. Is that something? Is that a thing? I don't really know. Um, but I can see, like, the end is in sight. But I have, after tonight, 10 more episodes. And I can't do everything I want to do right away because then I'm going to, you know, I'm going to run out of things. Clearly, as you can see, by tonight's episode. But I did it. I watched it. And guess what? 21 days in. I loved it. I still loved it. Um, I'm, I'm constantly looking places, looking for little things that I may not have noticed. Um, there was something that I've heard Hooper say this a hundred times, well, 21 times. Uh, and yet today it made me laugh with the fact that when they're, you know, after he, uh, checks the bite radius and he's telling Brody about the bite radius, not matching, uh, the, the wounds of the victim. He, he calls those guys bozos, and I don't know why. Today, I just was like, the, 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 the fact that the chance that these bozos caught that, it made me laugh. And I've watched him say it 21 times, and I've never really noticed it before, but um, I, or it just never triggered. But today, it made me laugh, and I just I thought that was funny, something, something I wanted to bring up. I wrote it down. I wrote bozos down in my notes. Now this next one, I am, um, I'm afraid I might have talked about this already. But why would you move away from Amity when you retire? Seems like it's a place that you would move to, you know? It seems to me, I was talking about this with Eric, why did Brody end up in Amity? Probably because he was burnt out in New York and had to get away. 
and wanted to wanted the small town life and thought he was going to get the small town life until well until the shark came to town but that guy at the beginning now i know his name is cassidy because of the credits so i'm going to call him Ca- i think his name was tom cassidy i think but in the credits it just says cassidy um he says you know oh yeah i'm an islander my dad uh moved away when he retired what did he retire from? On you, you worked at Amity all your life to retire and leave. Did he know something was coming? Could Cassidy's parents be part of this vast cover-up of a shark that was coming to Amity? It was all planned. It was all a deep state conspiracy. <laughs> I totally just made that part up now i didn't have anything all i wrote was why would you move why would you move away from amity because when you read um when you watch a show a movie 21 times in a row you are looking at every tiny detail i i i um took a screenshot of these two cool looking dudes inside um the town hall when they're when quint is giving his right before quint gives his little speech um, one dude's got long blonde hair and one dude's got a killer, like curly hair and a killer stash. And I just circled it and sent it to my, uh, t- to Chris and my brother. I said, well, what's these guys stories? I want to know what they're up to. And then my brother wrote, you know, um, you know, in five episodes from now, you'll be doing, you'll be doing something about the grandfather clock. Sure enough, there's a clock in there. Where did that clock come from? That is an interesting thing. Did the taxpayers pay for that clock? This is August 21st, everybody. What did you expect? They, they can't all be uh, human centipede-centric. Now, question I do have, because um, I, I watch this every time, and, you know, um, Hooper, some, Hooper gets a bite and takes the, the uh, rod, takes the reel, the line out really far. So his... His fishing line is fishing line all the way until the end. And then he uses piano wire. Now, there's a deleted scene where, you know, he says, like, watching this movie, he says, um, oh, yeah, Mr. Hooper, uh, gamey fish, uh, bite through this piano wire. Now, I thought, or at least I think I thought, that the idea of calling it piano wire just means this is really thick line. But... In a deleted scene, he goes to a music store, and he what what else is Quint doing? He busts balls. He busts balls to this um, to this young kid, and but he show while he's waiting for the girl working there to get him piano wire. So he actually got piano wire. He uses piano wire, probably because it's so much harder for any fish to bite through. So he uses line all the way into the end, and then the wire is showing. The wire is showing, and then he goes to piano wire. Now. He thinks he's reeling in the fish. And I don't know if I've talked about this, but some of my favorite Quint moments are that whole segment. And it's not when he's screaming. It's not when he's screaming at Hooper. I mean, that's all great and all. But it's before he's screaming when he notices the line started to take a little. And he's kind of clipping in, like slowly. doesn't want to make any sudden moves as if that would change anything. But also... There's a moment he's really, I've got something really big. 
and he um, he reels the shark in, and he, he he recognizes something. And the look on his face is like, what the hell is this? And he's like, um, gone under the boat. He's gone under the... He's gone under the boat, Brody. Um, I don't know, Chief. He's either really smart or really dumb. Now, HBO says he's not a real smart fish. He's gone under the boat. I thought that's what the closed captions say. I always thought he said he's a real smart fish. He's gone under the boat. Like he's a real smart fish. Like that is like he's saying he's smart. I that's what I think it think of it as. You know, this is the moment where he is realizing that the, he's dealing with something a little different here. And it's this look of, like, fear and respect all at once that was pretty, um, I don't know. I just, I love those moments. The the tiny, you know, I mean, Quinn has, Quinn steals the second part of the movie, clearly. Um, but that little thing that he does. I thought that was pretty cool. And and just, just to um, follow up on that, it was the shark that Quinn had on the line, right? It chewed through the piano wire. It was, you know, I don't know. I was going with them. The chum was working. The chum clearly worked because the shark showed up. Um, but it clearly was the shark, right? I mean, Hooper was wrong. He's like, don't you be telling me my business. And he's he's like, I mean, Quint even says, you, you you college boys don't have enough education to prove to to admit when you're wrong. And Hooper knew he was wrong. And that's why he kind of you know threw a little tantrum there. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was definitely the shock that Quint had on the line. I wrote that down, and um, you know, I uh, I wanted to mention it. The last thing I want to mention today is. Uh, and with this, I'm going to have no notes going into tomorrow, so I got to take some notes. But and I, I, I'm, I'm, I don't remember if I said this in the episode where I talked about uh, Spielberg, but I wrote down I love how every scene serves as a lead in to the one before it, and you know I guess a lot of movies have that, but it's not like you're watching Story A. And story B, and story A, and story B, and going back and forth and back and forth. I mean, it is like, and it's probably because I watched it so many times in a row, but it's like, you know, this is going to lead to this. This is going to lead to this. Oh, they're on the beach. That's going to lead to the meeting. The meeting is going to lead to um, the um, Brody studying about sharks and the guys with the with the rose. The guys with the rose is going to lead the next day to all the fishermen showing up. The fishermen are going to lead to um, Mrs. Kittner showing up, which is going to lead to the dinner showing up. I mean, it just goes bing, bang, boom. And it's like it is like everything perfectly leads you up to the moment where they're, you know, they realize they screwed up big time at the beach on 4th of July with all these people. And then they go and say, finally, let's do what we should have done in the first place. Close the beaches, hire Quint, and then, boom, we go off on that adventure. And then you realize Quint's only been only there two days. It's a day at sea, uh, a night hanging out with the dudes and, um, you know, shooting, trying to shoot at some shark, one shark. And... Um, and then a day at sea again, which, of course, ends with a nice casual swim home. 
Um, it is perfectly structured, perfectly put together. Like there are the, the there are moments that are quiet, moments that are large, moments that are frightening, moments that are funny. I've, I mean, I'm sure I'm saying nothing unique, but I had that note down where I said I love how every scene kind of says, "Oh, this happens, so now we get here. Now we get here." It's not like, okay, all of a sudden this happens, and then we see Quint, you know, doing the piano wire. Like, I guess that's why they cut some of these scenes out because they didn't lead you anywhere. Like, you didn't need to know that he bought piano wire. It's not that important. It's cool to see later, but um, it wasn't, you know, that important of a thing to see. And, um, yeah, huh. Turns out I did talk about some Jaws stuff and not just some SNL stuff. Huh? 21, not as bad as I thought it would be. Um, but there will be more fun down the road. And I have a very special episode planned, um, burp, planned for the last night of August. And I'm looking forward to that because I think that will be a fun uh, episode. It might be more fun for me than it is for you, but let's be honest. All of this is more fun for me. So, I just want to say to you, thank you so much for listening and subscribing. You can find me on Twitter at Geek Mentality. You can find me on Instagram at Geek Mentality. The website is fansnotexperts.com. The Facebook page is Fans Not Experts. We have all kinds of podcasts over at fansnotexperts.com. I have um, a bunch of other podcasts I do that I have been really putting off. And uh, sorry to you people out there who, who, who enjoy that other podcast. Um, but or podcasts, but they'll be back. I promise. I thought they'd be back already, but I am lazy. So, without further ado, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for subscribing. I'll see you tomorrow, as I always do. Happy Joggies Twenty First, everybody. Good night, and here is my theme song. This is my podcast. I made it. Geek Mentality's what I named it, and I think you should listen and subscribe, cause I'm kinda funny and awesome, I think that I'm worth your time, and I'm kinda handsome, my mom says, please listen and please subscribe, at least listen to this episode. Fans not experts.